Hello and welcome, my lovelies, to the D Word Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Butcher, certified spiritual life coach, psychic medium, and intuitive healer. Here on the D Word, we dive deep, talking about love, guidance, and healing. It is time to awaken, illuminate, and transform your life, my lovely, and I'm blessed you've chosen me to be your guide. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the podcast, lovelies. I'm so happy to be here and love and appreciate each and every one of you, as we say every week, <laughs> but I truly mean it, reaching out and sending love to people all over the world. We are growing as a podcast and I am so excited about that and certainly just so blessed and for those of you that are reaching out to me and saying, where you're from, like we've got new ones, uh, new listeners from New Zealand, from China, we have uh, from Australia, I've had a lady reach out for me from Australia in this last week, and so there's so many of you, so much blessings and love to you as you are listening today, and if you're new to the channel, welcome, welcome to the tribe, I'd love to hear from you, if you want to visit us and uh, connect with me, see what I'm all about, uh, you can visit the website deannabutcher.com. And guys, I have a new app. It's available for both Android and iOS. You can get that for free. And it will maintain to be free. It's a cool little tribe that we have going on over there. And we are growing. I think we're about five or six members strong (laughs) as I'm releasing this. It's a very new app. It went live last week. And um, so make sure you check that out because I'm going to be doing a draw. So if you go and you... um, join the membership and then you invite friends as well for each referral you will get another name in the draw as i'm doing for when we hit our first 20 people i'll be doing a draw for a 15 minute free psychic tarot reading which is going to be exciting i love my psychic sessions and when we hit our first 100 which i don't think is going to be very long from now um once we hit 100 i'll be giving away a free one our psychic tarot session. So hit up the website, deannabutcher.com. You'll be able to see it. There's a pop-up there. And if you want some more information on that or have any questions, certainly hit me up at the Facebook page. The links are below or visit deannabutcher.com. As I say, and get yourself signed up. There's what you can expect there are an opportunity to book your next session. So we'll see everything all lined up there and see the dates and times that are available. You'll also be able to join uh, our number of groups that we have available. Um, Right now we've started a meditation group where I've been dropping meditations in there that I love um, for development, releasing uh, triggers and all kinds of things. Big transformation happening over there in the meditation group. Uh, and allows you as well to not only share meditations of your own, but then to comment on your experiences and we can chat as a group. There's also one for tarot, for those that are loving tarot. And then we have challenges sections as well. So it's free seven day and 21 day challenges there. And we'll be adding to that every couple of weeks, new challenges for you. So there's all so much to be seen over there and we're continuing to grow. So make sure you head on over there, as I say, deannabutcher.com and sign up. Now, get your name in the draw. Maybe you will be the lucky winner of the free readings. I'm excited. So, (laughs) now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, as we do at the very beginning. So, this podcast here, we're talking about, you know, you know, all that I'm about is to awaken, illuminate, and transform your life. And as we do that, that really encompasses the three main 
huge steps. <laughs> Those are three huge categories and main steps that you can find yourself in on your journey. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So through that awakening, right through the transformation, I really want to hone in on the actual subject of evolving on your journey and remaining consistent with your healing progress. Because I think this is one thing that a lot of people and certainly myself, until I got myself into a good routine and became really aware of what the energy encompassed as I was healing. And certainly over the last maybe two years specifically, um, you know, because as on the podcast, as you guys know, I've shared a lot of my journey and my story and in um, not just season two, but certainly season one of the podcast. And, you know, so there's been a lot of, for me, transformation that has certainly happened in this new sense of evolution and ascension really in who I am and where my energy was versus where it is now and the healing that happened during that time. And so for yourselves, as you're listening to this and, 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 you know, incorporating the things that we talk about in our podcasts each and every week, you're incorporating those things into your life and into your journey. One of the big questions that I get, you know, cause as we always, we answer answer questions in these podcasts but one of the things that really consistently comes up is you know how do I maintain this momentum that I have as I'm healing like so I'm not going back into old habits falling back into old relationships or bringing this energy back on or believing in the fact that karma has some sort of role in all this like you know how are we creating this momentum so that we're not taking one step forward, you know, 10 steps back, right? And I think that that's one of the big feelings that many of us have, and certainly with the journey itself, because if you've done any sort of healing work, or you've ascended, you've done, you know, these awakenings for yourself, you know that you get onto a good momentum, and you begin to feel really positive, you have these days where you're high vibe, you're positive, you're like, nothing can get you down. And then you're saying, okay, you know what? I'm strong enough. I'm good. I'm, it's been, you know, maybe a few days or a week or a month, whatever this is for you, where you've dove really deep into your healing and now you've overcome so much. So now you're ready for some more healing, right? So you're ready for more healing and you want to dive in. You're all positive. You have this great momentum. You have this clarity with you. And you open up that box, if you will, (laughs) of healing. When we do that, we get the experience of the flood of emotions. We begin to question our judgment. We begin to question other people's judgment. And, you know, depending on what's coming up for you, if it's something like a a previous trauma or there's issues with trust, if there's issues around love and relationships and guidance, you know, that way, as far as, you know, who you've brought, not necessarily into your life, but even love of self, right? We go through these moments of where we think we're strong, we're doing really well, and then we begin to heal some more. And when we begin to discover is through that process of of uncovering things and healing from them is that we didn't realize necessarily that there were so many little things that maybe were in in direct connection with so many things 
that became big things. So for instance, say you had, you know, issues with a parent or you had issues with a sibling or you had, you know, issues with a grandparent or a loved one, right? And you're going through that life and you have a difficulty with trust. Maybe they've really torn you down, disrespect, all of these things, right? You're, you're constantly living up to high expectations, you know, whatever this is. Maybe even there's some trauma thrown there as well. And as you begin to go through your life, you begin to see that below the surface and even subconsciously, this really, these moments of your life affect everything in your world. And, and you might not even realize it. You know, you might not trust women if you've had problems with mom or you've had problems with, you know, sister or auntie or grandma, those kinds of things. If you've had problems with females younger in life, we can tend to subconsciously and not maybe not even with great intent to, or even any sort of self-awareness to begin to not trust women or trust guidance or trust that anyone has your highest good for you. You could be a people pleaser because of this in your future. You could be consistently downgrading your problems, even though they could be really significant, but always feeling like, well, no, if I say something, then it's just going to be, you know, oh, they're going to complain saying, oh, woe is me. Like there's always something dramatic going on in their life. Right. And a lot of times there, there truly is, but you don't have the outlet. And so a lot of times you don't share when things are going wrong in your life. You don't trust people, perhaps, and that could be why you're not sharing. You don't trust people with with your secrets, or you don't trust people with the things that are going on in your life, or simply you don't want people to have an opinion about it, or there's more judgment that comes when you share information. Like There's so many things, and you don't really consciously, I think, a lot of the times, see that behavior in yourself until you begin to heal, you know, same thing within the workplace, perhaps maybe you don't, uh, you, you question every move you make and you never really are given that promotion. You never are up for promotion because you're consistently hearing from bosses or things. It's like, well, you're a great person, but you, you're really timid. You're, you're not making the big choices or you're, you're afraid to take a risk or, you know, and you even find yourself as far as risk taking, you could be on that pendulum where you take all these kinds of big risks, you're irresponsible, all of these things, because that's what you have been told and have been shown your whole life that, no, I'm irresponsible, I have all these problems. But then that pendulum the other way, we often don't take any sort of risk because out of fear of disappointment or out of fear we can't do it or, well, if I try and I invest in myself and, and I don't make it, then they were just right. You know, there's so many psychological things that occur from those kinds of instances that can take you all the way through your complete adulthood, you know, affecting things like even uh, digestion issues can stem from anxiety and long-term heartache and, and anxiety, depression. So everything has kind of this filtered result. You know, once you begin to siphon out, well, this is what my body feels. Why do I feel this way consistently? And you uncover those things and how we uncover that is through things like meditation. Uh, more and more studies are out now, so do your own study. So I'm not saying that I recommend this, although this is something that I have wanted to explore myself. So get information about this process before you do any sort of decision on your own. Um, but things like uh, psilocybin, DMT, kind of those kinds of guided 
uh, healing where you can uncover everything. That's something that would be, I think, magnificent and beautiful. And they're really starting to um, share studies. And I actually showed, um, pardon me, shared a uh, study on the Facebook page here last week um, about the studies of psilocybin and DMT on folks who have severe depression and anxiety. And being able to release that and get to the bottom of where this is coming from, right? And even through things like meditation and deep meditation can open up a lot of doors for you as well. So you don't have to do a psychedelic in order to achieve that goal. But, you know, whether it's through counseling, through self-meditation, through energy work, however you want to uncover this for yourself. And then even through things like and we talked about, you know, little things you can do, like cutting cords. We talked about that in the last couple of episodes. You've heard me talk at great length about the quantum field and quantum thought theory. There's podcasts early on in this uh, season two about that. And then I did an episode as well about the box in the attic, the subconscious mind. So there's so many things and tools that I've utilized for myself. And that's really how I came about all these things was because I did that work for myself because I had to and I was able to uncover those things through connecting with my guides you know on, the, on that spiritual level connecting with the higher council my guides um, some may work with angels right if, if you are so called to working with the archangels um, working with your loved ones on the other side if you are uh, you know clairvoyant or you you have that mediumship connection with the other side so you know you can achieve so many things through your own intuition when we allow ourselves to be present with ourselves and become self-aware and, and honestly be ready to accept the things in our world know that they need to change and that's part of the awaken process right that's why there's the awaken illuminate and transform because when we go through that awakening process the awakening is the whoa it's the shake up a lot of times we might hit rock bottom we might have um you know um a death experience, right? An out-of-body experience. A lot of people will say that they've had this this um, near-death experience where they've maybe been in an accident or something has occurred and and there was something just so profound that occurred in that moment. And a lot of times people awaken that way. Um, you know, and certainly many of us who are, and we talked about this as well in the podcast, is that, you know, we are of the waves of of star seeds that came here to change the world and to heal and to create this higher vibrational consciousness and to teach to share that we have control over our energy and control over our thoughts that we are energy and that everything is energy and that's how our body works and we can manipulate that energy to heal and and it can partner well with with modern medicine right and so when you begin to awaken, you begin to see that the old way that you were raised, perhaps programmed, driven to behave, your go-to kind of behavior, right? And we talked about that in the Cutting Cords episodes where we're saying like, look, why do I have all these people or situations, perhaps the job, right? The job placement, or we have the same boyfriend or the girlfriend or the husband or the wife or the family connections. Like, why do I have these particular people in my life and are they adding to my life experience here? And if they're not, that's when we awaken. We say, wow, okay, the problems that are in my life are stemmed from you know these few sources. 
this is what I need to heal from. And that, that's part of when I talk about the box in the attic of the subconscious mind. That's the work that I do and have done for myself um, and even continue to, to go back to uh, for myself if I'm feeling like I've hit a roadblock. And, I, and this is part of the maintaining consistency in your evolution on your journey is being that, having that self-awareness to say, okay, what is it that I feel? How do I want to feel? Where do I want to be? And why do I not feel that way? And it, it's diving deep into that. And when we begin to uncover, so say for yourself, you're starting kind of at that ground zero, you're just awakening and you're saying, okay, I'm ready to leave this toxic relationship. I'm ready to cut those cords like we just did in the last two episodes. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to get a job that I know that I, I, I really do want. I'm ready to now take risks in my life because the way things are going, I just, I need something new. You know, uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we're coming from a stance of, of victimhood or abuse or, or any negativity. We don't even have to have had a bad life experience for this to happen. We all have different life paths and different purposes of being here, different lessons and blessings on our journeys. So whatever this awakening is for you, the awakening for everyone is saying, my life isn't the way I want it to be. I'm not who I want to be. I want to be improved. And this is the important thing is that we ask for and you desire when you're really truly ready for the spiritual awakening and the journey. And when you're ready to, to give yourself to that journey, it's about saying, I want to be the best version of myself, of you, who you were meant to be. It's not that I want to be the best, the best, you know, um, entrepreneur and I'm going to do what Gary Vee says, or I'm going to be the next, you know, um, Kim Kardashian or whatever, but you can't be the best version of someone else. You can't use that as your basis of who you are and where you want to be. You could say, I want to learn from perhaps these people if they have what you want. Because we always say, you know, surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. So th there's a difference between a driven idolization and saying that I'm not going to be good enough until I achieve this particular image or this particular bank account or this particular, you know, possessions that I may have. It's not about that. And if that's where your head's at, the journey kicks you in the ass. <laughs> and if you do get those things, it comes with heavy lessons. So that being said... When you do come into alignment with your highest and best version of you, you'll have those things anyway. You'll have the consistent income. You'll have everything you need. You will have access and opportunities to the best jobs and employment and connections because you're now aware that they exist and that they exist for you. So your mind shift, the, the shift of mindset changes and then that's where you get your opportunities, right? So... When you start the awakening, you become very aware and self-aware that you can't change other people. You shouldn't give a shit about what they think of you. And if you do care, ask yourself why. And maybe, because we want to be self-reflective, are they right? Are you always bowing out because you're not confident? Like these could be constructive criticism, right? Saying, well, what? you never take risks. You don't... You know, you, you don't live up to your potential. Well, find out what your potential is and what level of potential you want to raise yourself to be at. Step into the highest and best version 
of yourself. So how do we do that? Well, we, we work through this, right? This is why we talked about cutting cords. We want to first assess. This is what I talk about in the box, the attic of the subconscious mind. So just as well as you have cut your cords in the last episode, this is an exercise that you can do this week. And if you want more access to this, um, to the particulars and, and to simply just listen and absorb right now, don't even really necessarily absorb yourself in thinking about this process and, you know, and doing the actual work right now, I'll put that on the application. So on the free app that you can get at DeannaButcher.com, I'll put that as um, maybe one of the groups or one of the challenges, perhaps actually maybe one of the challenges. I'll figure out a way of putting it in there somehow. So I will put in there box in the attic of the subconscious mind and how to work through that. Now, it's certainly not a lonely activity. So make sure that if you have issues with that or it's causing a lot of triggers or bringing up a lot, purging your emotions, like those are normal things, but don't feel alone in that process. Know that you can reach out to me at any time and say, I'm struggling with this and I can help guide you through those moments because I don't want anyone to feel less than. I don't want anyone to feel like that they are regressing on their journey because that's what you will feel like. That's why it's so important that I wanted to do this podcast today is because every time we move forward and we begin to get positive and we make these leaps and bounds and then we're ready to take on that new challenge of uncovering something else that we want to heal from. It's like we, it's sometimes, not always, but sometimes it's like having that rug pulled out from under you. You feel like you've lost all stability. You could feel like you have all the work that you've previously done to improve yourself just is gone or down the drain or you fucked it up. Like, and then all those subconscious behaviors and patterning comes back saying, what was I even thinking? I can't heal from this or they're always going to be in my life or I'll never have money to pay my bills or whatever. Right. And then we begin to fall back and think this is a life that we'll always live. And then you're kind of stuck in that story again. Right. We kind of revert back. So keeping the momentum during this time because you will be triggered and continue to be triggered until you feel like you've been healed. That's the test. The triggers are ultimately your test because we talked about the test um, in the last episode when we were talking about cutting cord. It's like you're going to cut that cord. And again, if you want to learn more about that, take a listen in the last couple episodes. So I talked about that where you're not testing it to say, oh, well, I've cut this. I've done this meditation. I've done this work. I've, I feel really good. Now I'm going to reach out to them and see how I feel, <laughs> right? Am I Facebook stalking them? No. So, you know, you're going to move through the, the things in a thoughtful way that is progressive to your healing and your intent, your goals that you've set for yourself. So how we maintain momentum when shit hits the fan and it gets difficult and hard and you're going to be lonely and you're going to cry. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh at that. It's just that's going to happen and you have to be okay with that. It's not a fallback. Remember, we are spiritual beings living a human experience. We have to deal with this human BS for a while <laughs> until we evolve, until we heal, until we move through and ascend into this higher vibrational space, right? And, and you know all about that. And that's why it can also be frustrating. It's like you've already, if you're listening to this podcast, you found me or you've listened to my, my work, you've had sessions or readings with me. We've, we've been talking about this for years. So to have all that information and know for myself, I had all the information on the ascension. I had all the information on what life was going to be like in this four and five D dimensional frequency as we all shift to this higher vibrational consciousness, this whole beautiful world. 
we access the quantum field, we communicate and connect with our guides and the higher council, and we have direct connection with our purpose and who we are. We're still tested. We will always be tested. And, and it doesn't have to be a negative test. And, I'll, and as we progress to the podcast, I'll explain to you how it shifts from being, this is what it means to be in that transformation stage. It's like when shit hits the fan, you can say, okay, no, I'm okay with this. I recognize my triggers. I might feel something about this and it's okay if now I feel nothing. I'm simply an observer of the life that I had or lived or been through or survived, right? Whatever your past circumstances are. So when you bring up the ex or you see him in public or you, you drive by that house that you happen to lose because of the economy, right? It's not going to trigger you and make you longing and make you feel horrible and stupid and self-destructive. And it's not going to make you feel that way anymore. Because you're going to see that ex while they're happy. Or maybe they're making somebody else unhappy. <laughs> it's not your problem anymore. <laughs> maybe they're unhappy. But you know what? Whatever this is, I mean, ultimately, we get to a place where we wish them well. We're like, wow, I'm grateful for what they taught me. I drive by that house or maybe that dealership and your old car is still sitting on the impound. I, I have so many clients and people that this is happening to. So it, it's, you get to see that and say, well, I needed to lose all of these things or these people. I cut cords purposely to, to even get rid of this energy. I'm grateful for what it's taught me. I'm stronger because of it. And I'm moving on and I'm healing. And, and whatever time frame that takes, right? Because I know, I mean, I can tell you from my own experience, it, grief and healing takes time. You'll fly through certain healing, right? You'll fly through certain things that have occurred in your life. We all have shit. We all have baggage. So it you'll fly through some things. And some of those things that are kind of bigger, bigger bites to navigate can be a little bit harder to form. And so coming back to the thought of the box in the attic, the subconscious mind, without spending too much energy on that right now, because it is kind of a big concept, but I do want to talk about it um, because we will be working through that, uh, certainly, as I say, with the app, and then we can work on this one-on-one -on -one as well with you if you wanted to book a session on how to move through this on your own, um, because this is such an important technique um, that certainly, as I said, you know, I've utilized this myself to help me. So really what we're doing is we're saying, look, how do I want to maintain consistency? Because where I want to be is the highest and best version of myself. How am I going to get there? Right. And that, again, that self-awareness is so important. We need to keep checking in with ourselves. We need to keep paying attention to those triggers as they happen and say, why do I feel this way? What do I need to change? What do I need to acknowledge? So with the box in the attic of the subconscious mind, it can be like, well, maybe you've suffered trauma after trauma. You've had bad relationship after bad relationship and shit job. And maybe you're struggling with finances and you have all these issues, the economy, COVID, all of this, right? It's piling on. How do we deal with it? So what we do is, is in, I mean, it sounds simple, but it's really an in-depth exercise. But we take you through kind of three, four main steps. And the first one is to say, look, let's just purge everything. Let's just write down all the memories that you can think of. We're not reliving them right now. This isn't important to relive them, but we're acknowledging them. So things that have, have pissed you off, it's like, well, I dated so-and-so. And it doesn't have to be like ended this or was dumped by. You know, you could do things like just very short, three, four, five words, you know, just so that you know what it means. 
So this isn't a paragraph. Again, we're not making you go through that whole divorce all over again. You're just saying, you know, divorce, you know, separation from, had to move. You know, whatever your situation is, you can start with the time when you were a child and work your way up to now. You can be scattered with it, whatever kind of comes to mind first. But kind of make this a meditative exercise where you spend, you know, an hour, if you have an hour, to kind of write everything down. Just jot it down. Jot, 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 jot. And give yourself some space on the other side. So you're not just writing, you know, divorce, comma, you know, whatever, um, you know, trauma, specific trauma you had, comma, being bullied, comma. No, it, it's put it one, one line and you'll understand why in the next steps. So if it takes, you know, five or six pages, do it. This is what you're going to need. So write it down in, in, in list form, those simple things like that and spend some time. Again, you're not wanting to relive it. But you're wanting to observe it and to say, look, this is the shit that I've been through. And there's a purpose to this because in step two, we're going to say, okay, let's just take a moment and we're going to go through this now. And what I recommend is when you do step one, do a healing meditation, do something healing, purging, cutting cords, cut cords with that energy. Be grateful and share gratitude to yourself for being strong enough to observe what you've been through. Because, you know, oddly enough, when you begin to do all this, things begin to pur just purge out and it's like well shit I didn't even realize that that bothered me you know I didn't realize I was still carrying that or thinking about that so list it all down and when you come to the step two give yourself a couple of days I, I say no more than a week because we do actually want to process through this right we want to evolve we want to have access to this and certainly if it's triggered you have brought up a lot of things we want to be able to heal right? We don't want you sitting in that energy for too long. So as we get to that second step, then what I do is I have folks say, all right, now this isn't the blame game, but we're going to say, what's the root cause of this? Is it a person? Is it a specific situation? So for instance, you know, um, you know, maybe you have trust issues or bad relationship and you have a divorce or you had like all these things, right? Got fired from my job or maybe I quit my job and whatever. You're going to say, well, you know, this happened because of, you know, maybe this was because of mom or this happened because of my ex. This happened because of my boss. That, and then whatever the boss's name was, if you've had more than one, you know, this happened because of me. That's what's important as well. So you have to acknowledge the shit you put yourself through, <laughs> right? Can't blame everybody. And th this is not, um, um, you know, a low vibe ego exercise. This is for you to say, shit, I got to take responsibility for the things I did too. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep learning that lesson time and time again. And we can't blame things on everybody else. But there are certain things. It's like, no, I have trust issues. And when you begin to see, well, why do I have trust issues? Well, maybe it's because this bad relationship I was cheated on. Or this one was because, you know, nobody put me first or whatever, right? Whatever your main reason is, try and narrow it down to a specific event or an occurrence or a person, including yourself, why you're upset about that or why you're carrying it or why it happened. Try and do that. And then what you're going to do is then you're going to, again, sit with that, do a clearing meditation, cleanse yourself, you know, heal quickly. And then I want you to come at that then within 24 hours. And you can even do this right after if you have the energy and the, and the determination to. Again, the important thing is we don't want to be angry during this process. We want to simply observe. 
we can feel, we can be emotional. You're going to cry. You're going to purge. You're going to, you know, maybe be upset that you've been through so much, or you're going to realize that maybe that person or that job affected you more than you realized. That's the point of the exercise is to say, whoa, I know I got a lot to heal from. You know, I did this exercise myself. There was eight or nine pages that I had, you know, front and back that had all of these things that I'd been through. But the point of part two was, was to say, well, this was mom. This was me. This was, you know, an ex. This happened because of the situation that I was in. So then you see then as you get down there, there's maybe only four or five, maybe six reasons listed. It's pretty consistent. So now in step three, and I love this the most because I'm such a Virgo, (laughs) is that I have taken a highlighter and color coded it. So, you know, mom gets this color, I get this color, X gets this color, you know, uh, whatever gets this color, boss gets this color. And then I go down and I can get a visual of where my huge problem areas are. So when I had, you know, 50, 60 things that were from a particular person or situation, I'd be like, whoa, I need to heal from that person because look at how they affected me. And you didn't realize how much that one person affected you. Or maybe you've been blaming the wrong person the whole time, right? Because you could say, well, no, it's always been my bad relationships and bad relationships, but holy fuck, it was me, (laughs) you know? So you can see those kinds of things in front of you. And then what you're going to do now is you're going to say, okay, let's tally this up. So I've got consistencies here. I've got mom say is my worst. And then I've got this X is an accident. This boss that I had is this three or four, the top four or five things. Then you're going to say, well, oh, okay, well, that one time I got bent out of shape because of this, not important, Psst, done. Let's just give that healing and blessings right now. I never have to see them. I haven't seen them since. I don't have to deal with it anymore. That one job I worked for a summer, like, Psst, let it go, right? So like those kinds of things, let those things go. And then when you have those top, you know, even top five things, if you've been through a lot, you know, you're going to have one or two main people. Maybe it's yourself, but maybe there's a couple of people there that it's like, holy shit, this is where I need to cut my cords. This is where I need to let these people go. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to focus on. Because I'll tell you what, and I know from my own experience, because I thought initially that I was going to have to heal from you know, those 80 things, those eight pages, you know, or more back to back, uh, you know, more than 80 for sure. Uh, you know, all of these things that were listed, I thought, how am I going to heal from that? Like, how am I going to move through these hundreds of things that like, I, I, I don't know if I have the strength to do that. But when you observe it and say, these are my top three areas or people in my life, You can say, okay, when I heal from, you know, mom, or I heal from this ex, or I heal from this boss, that clears the cake. I'm starting fresh. I have a whole new life. And it's so much easier to heal, accept. You know, it's not even to say that you have to forgive, but you're you're doing it in, in, in an essence for yourself. Because there's, you don't, it's not that, and maybe you do, maybe you feel like you can be in a position to forgive someone. You know, I know for myself, I went through this process initially and I let people back into my life, but on my, my boundary, 
saying, this is what you've done. This is what I'm not okay with. This is what I'm not going to accept in the future. And I let them back in. And slowly they creeped back and started doing the same shit all over again. But I noticed within myself how I was beginning to feel in their presence. Because I was self-aware. I'm like, something's not right. You know, I thought everything was great. And it was. I thought. It, it was it was just baffling when this energy kept coming back and I was ignoring it, thinking everything was fine. But when I tapped back in because I was doing all this healing and all this work and just something was off, and I'm like, well, what, what's off? Like, why do I feel this way? And when I began to realize where the energy was coming from, I didn't believe it, to be honest. I was like, no, there's no way. No, not after all the healing we've been through. Mm -mm, no. Not ever, even after the healing I've done, the acceptance and the forgiveness. No, there's no way. I'm not going back down that way. You know, I, I accepted everything as it was. We're healed from this. And I was proven that it was, you know, no. This stuff's going on behind your back. Or this stuff's happening. Or this stuff's being said. Or this is, you know, and it was just like immediately. I had no tolerance for it anymore. And this is part of the transformation stages. Because now when you get to that that. You've gone through the awakening where you've understood your problems and your triggers. You've illuminated them now and you're beginning to do the work to heal it. And the transformation stage says it immediately puts a spotlight on the problem areas in your life because now you've done the work. You've cleaned your slate. You know that your energy is pure and happy and balanced and you're continuing to evolve and grow. So when something isn't in alignment with the person that you want to be, the life you want to have, when anything infringes on that, your instincts kick in. Your intuition is heightened. You have this desire to figure out what's going on before it festers because you've already done the work. You know how hard it is to carry that baggage with you and you're not doing it again. And that's what's beautiful. The self-awareness gives you and the gift that all of this work that you're going to be doing is going to give you is that you're going to get to the point of your life where like, you, and you won't be a bitch about it. Like, you're just going to say, I, I don't subscribe to that. I've worked too hard for this. And it, again, it's not coming from the ego. It's not blame game. It's not anything. You don't even have to attach this with any sort of anger. You just easily cut the cord and you begin to decide for yourself where, no, I'm more important here. And again, it's not ego, but you're saying I'm I've come too far to step back because a lot of the times why we go back to old habits is because people keep bringing us back in and we feel guilty because we're supposed to be spiritual and have, you know, all of this forgiveness in our hearts, but it doesn't work like that. The reason why we are the way we are is because we've done the work. And there's no bullshit in somebody who, <laughs> who has evolved, who's ascended, who's done the work. You can't BS anybody because we see it fucking coming and you can smell it. You can see people's intent. And the moment that it no longer vibes with you, you can still choose to accept it, but then you're going to begin to feel miserable again. So you'll have the strength at that point to say no, because you've already said no before. You already said no. So this time it's like ripping off the bandaid, pulling the trigger, saying, nope, done. Yeah, you had your chance. And when you do that, you respect yourself so much more. And then you understand it wasn't even about them at all. This was about you learning and understanding that you had to evolve and that you have a particular lesson that you needed to learn. And then you realize at that moment you learned it. Not when you forgave them and brought them back. It's when they fucked with you again and you said, that's it. That's when you learned your lesson.
And that's why I mean, it's like we're continually tested and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. You know, um, sure it hurts, but you know, it, it certainly at that point feels better for believing in yourself and being strong enough in yourself and who you are and wanting and living a life that you want on your terms, which is the right that we all have and surrounding yourself then instead with people who love you and want to see you grow and support you. And if you haven't found those people, look for them because they're there. Look for things that bring you joy and find other people doing those things. And you will find those people. You know, because I often hear, it's like, well, if I cut cords with that ex, what if they're the best I'll ever have? It's like, well, you can decide to settle for that shit or (laughs) you can maybe be alone for a few years, but you know, that the person that's meant for you is healing perhaps at the same time. It just like crazy things happen when it comes to the synchronicity of, you know, finding that person that brings you joy and love. But, you know, honestly, from seeing that within clients it's you know that one true love is truly you know yourself you need to love yourself and and, you know we always hear that oh love yourself first before you anybody else can love you and we think that that's so cheesy and often it's brushed off what that truly actually means but it's true until you can love yourself because love has such a a subtlety but a vulnerability to it because you're allowing yourself to be so open to getting hurt that you are in it for the experience if that makes sense so when you get to that point of your life where then you're ready to be vulnerable and certainly with yourself where you accept that you fail sometimes but you're going to grow from it and move on and, and do better you're going to accept the fact that well maybe you aren't the weight that you want to be but you're going to work towards it Hey, you're doing better for yourself, right? But acknowledging yourself and acknowledging those strengths and weaknesses and the weaknesses that you want to change that you do. So there's a self-awareness and a self-confidence that begins to happen. So you're not going to let that negative shit come back into your journey because of who you are now, which is often very different than who you were before you started all of this, before you awakened a very different person. We kind of talked about that in the last podcast. It's like, Part of even too why we fall back and go to old habits is because that old version of you, there's a mourning that happens. There's this grieving that happens where, you know, and certainly for myself and, you know, and since that podcast, surprisingly, actually a number of you have reached out to me about it, you know, and it was um, kind of interesting actually to hear that more people had that experience. So I was glad that I shared it because, you know, when I had been through what I had been through. And then I began to heal from about 30 and certainly to 35. And then now in the last two years specifically, I'm a very different person than I was when I was 17, 18, 22, you know, even just after I had my kids, like I'm a very different person, energetically, spiritually, mentally, uh, you know, even some would say physically, (laughs) Because, you know, I'm very different. I wouldn't be recognized perhaps by a lot of people. And, you know, even my interests have changed. And that's because I've evolved. You know, I overcame those things. But there was part of me that when I was healing, because now I'm confident with this and I love this, 
part of me. And when I think back on my past, I can talk about it from an informative standpoint. I can be an observer. I might get emotional, but I usually don't. Um, and, and which can be, um, maybe seemingly a little bit <laughs> unsettling to some is certainly if I'm talking about things that have happened, but I've truly gotten to the point where I can talk about things and not have them hurt me anymore. And that's part of the transformation. You'll get to that point too. It's about allowing yourself to get to that point, but you doing the shit work first, right? And asking for help when you need it. And, but part of that, like I say, the morning phase that happened is I, as I became a better person, I was like, well, I felt guilty about being a better person because the person of me that, that I used to be was hurt. And how can I leave her behind? I have to heal her first, but I wasn't meant to, and she wasn't meant to be healed either. I truly am a different person. There's a part of me that, that died in many ways. And so for me, I had to mourn that loss, really, even though I knew it was good, I was a better person, but she'd got me through so many things and she was so strong and resilient and intelligent, um, you know, that she could survive. So there's so much skill that I've learned from her that I've carried with me now. And if that's my memorandum to her, like I... I, I, you know, truly wouldn't be where I am now without having the experiences that I had and allowing her to be as strong as she was, because, you know, you can tell from the, there was podcasts in episode, uh, the first season I share, you know, and, and I do openly talk about this to clients as well, because it's important to talk about my mental health wasn't good. I was incredibly depressed. Um, I also had this ability of being able to communicate with spirit. I could see, um, I could see the dead. I could communicate with them, but I didn't know that's what it was. I thought I was going crazy because of my depression and anxiety. So I was on medication. I wasn't the same person that I was. And I was healing from traumas, a sexual assault that I had survived, um, when I was 18. And, you know, I had a lot of horrific experiences. We had four miscarriages and during that time, there was just so much going on in my life. And from the time I was 19 to about 23, um, you know, I had attempted suicide twice and I survived that because of this, it was truly a near death experience. There was just, and I shared that in the podcast, so I won't go too deep into it, but to really paint that picture of, of the person that I mourned because she had been through so much. And what I needed to let go of was to say, I can let you go and I don't have to hold you. I don't have to heal you first in order for me to move on and be happy. And I also, in order to help others, I don't have to live my story. I don't have to constantly have the mindset of victimhood in order for me to help others, you know, classifying that as, well, this happened to me because so I could help people. I think it does help people. It's helped many people because I can relate to them. But it's not why I went through it. Those were just the lessons and blessings that I had. And so I think that there's just so much about that that comes up. And as I said, you know, when I go through these experiences and the suicide attempts and 
the problems that I had and, and the traumas that I'd experienced and the distrust in, in everybody, um, feeling that nobody would ever have my back and I had to take care of myself. Like I rely, and I don't want to say rely, I lean on and I allow people, I allow myself to lean on others because I never did that before. It was such a vulnerable place to put my life in someone else's hands. And now I do that with loving care, knowing that I have their back too, right? And so it's a very different experience and something that I'm grateful that I've had because I wouldn't have learned what I had learned otherwise. So, you know, letting her go and I had to even cut a cord to her because as I healed, she's like, and I know this might sound insane, but it, it, you know, for those of you experiencing this, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it was the thing, like when I shared this last week, I had no idea the, the profound, you know, um, uh, resonance it would have with you because I had many of you reach out, um, and, and say that you understood and had done the same thing or, or in this point now of struggling to let that version of you go, the person that was hurt, because it, there's a part of you that does feel truly guilty that feels like, well, if I've been through all this for, then it was all for nothing. And and it wasn't, it, it isn't, there was no failure there. There's a simply an opportunity for you to do the healing because now this is the next chapter. This is where we're supposed to move forward to. And as we're moving forward in this global ascension of consciousness, we won't be living in a place, believe it or not, considering what's going on in the world right now, there won't be a place of hurt and violence and negativity and ego the the consciousness that's rising right now and if you do the work for yourself to heal if you're moving through this you're awakening illuminating and transforming your life you are present with yourself and self-aware you will have the experience of living in this world where you get to be free and i think that's what so many souls desire is this freedom and we don't know how we're going to get this freedom. So many of us look to escapism of drugs and alcohol, you know, dealing with depression, medication, suicide, like all of it, it's not the answer. And I can tell you from communicating with folks on the other side, it's not the answer. And, you know, and certainly please, if, if you are dealing with that level of anxiety and depression, reach out to me. I don't care who you are, where you are, you know, there's a level of anonymity and comfort and healing that I respect and know with that I can provide for you. So you're not alone because this part of the journey, the transformation, it gets harder before it gets easier. And the one thing it's like ripping off that bandaid, you're going to deal with a little bit of, of, of difficulty before it gets amazing. The, the light on the other side of this transition is unlike anything you could possibly imagine. I promise you that. I promise you that. Keep moving forward. Keep doing the work. When you fall back, fall back. Acknowledge it as soon as you can. Be self-aware. Keep checking in with yourself, saying, I'm being triggered. Why? Stop in that moment and say, why am I being triggered? What's this really about? That's being self-aware. That's the greatest gift you can give yourself. Because sometimes you're not going to like what you see, right? Because the universe can give you a big fuck you. <laughs> they hold up that mirror in front of you and say, eat shit, lady, because you're fucking your life up. <laughs> but that's the gift of self-awareness is saying, look, okay, I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. This isn't cohesive to my goals. This isn't where I want to be. It's, it's the same thing, whether you're healing. I mean, certainly it's a more in-depth work. 
But, you know, whether you are healing from a trauma or a grievance or you're healing from, you know, this negativity in your life or from poverty, whatever you're healing from, having the same set of goals and clarity that you would have if you're wanting to diet or train for a marathon or, you know, make that six-figure income in your business, whatever this is you wanting to achieve, the goals are all the same. You want to be clear about how you feel right now, how you want to feel in the future, and how you're going to get there. If you don't, if you don't feel like that now, why? Right. So that's why we're going to do the box in the attic, the subconscious mind. We're going to cut cords. We're going to dive deep in that quantum field, and and think about how we perceive our thoughts and how we how our thoughts matter. We're going to look at all those things within ourselves, change that part of who we are, rewire it, create new habits. Because you'd want to create a new habit if you were on a diet, if you're training for that marathon, right? You're wanting to become that highest and best version of you, no matter what goal you've set for yourself. So maintaining consistency, right? And if you're feeding yourself something negative, whether it's negative thoughts or donuts, say, whoa, okay, I understand that I ate this donut for right now. I understood that I had this negative thought. I'm going to allow myself to do that for the moment. I'm going to ask myself why, what triggered this so I can change the trigger so I'm not eating the donut or having this negative thought again. And it won't, it won't happen. It truly won't. When you create new habits for yourself in your thoughts, and if you need help with that, I can give you so many things, meditations and tasks. And I mean, this is the work we do in my coaching. So, you know, if you're looking for that kind of guidance and someone to kind of lean on and help you move through and hold that space for you, this is what I do. This is why I do what I do. So whether it's a psychic reading or an eight-week transformational program, the work is all being done across the board. And, you know, so leaving you with this, having the clarity within yourself, always that's going to what continually moves you forward no matter what, no matter what the lesson or the obstacle, because shit can hit the fan and it has, it has, I can promise you and I, I, I would be lying to you if it hasn't sometimes felt worse. <laughs> you know, circumstances, right? You know, the economy, COVID, but there are so many of us right now, this is truly the greatest time of achievement for us on a spiritual level. We've never been clearer. We've never been happier. And I know that might sound horrid given the world's circumstances right now, but it's okay if you are feeling this and you need to allow yourself. We talked about this as well in the last few podcasts. You need to lean into how you feel and allow yourself to be positive and happy when you've achieved your goals because that's the momentum you're going to have. So when shit hits the fan, a job loss or a pivot needs to happen, you you maybe, um, I don't know, like whatever's happening in your life. You know, I had a lady reach out to me specifically. She said here last week, she's like, oh my God, Stiana, you know, I, I'm so glad that we worked together because we'd said... You know, look, when things hit the fan, you're doing really good. When things hit the fan, just observe. Don't get too angry or upset and say, what is this teaching me? What do I need to ask? And how can I bring in what's good? And, you know, she'd had all these financial struggles. She had been um, not terminated, but it was on, what do you call that? Not laid off either, but just, you know, off work because of COVID. And they hadn't returned. And I don't think she's actually still returned yet. Um, but she was off work for so long. And then her t- two of her tenants out of two different properties that she has, um, which are already difficult for her to maintain financially, um, ended up losing their jobs, like losing, losing their jobs. And they decided to move out because they couldn't, they went back to live with families individually and whatever they 
their full decisions were. Um, but they moved through it. And she says, Deanna, I should have been so stressed out when this happened to me, but I wasn't because I found two new tenants right away. They pay me a little bit more. They pay me on time. They're amazing. They're great. And so she's like, I'm so happy that I've evolved through this because this would have torn me apart before. And I wouldn't have been open to receive the blessings that were coming. And that's the point. You will get to the point where even something as financial deprivation, <laughs> you lose your job, you lose your house, you, your, your partner breaks up with you, whatever this is, it's like, holy shit, this seems like a bad thing, but wait a minute, this is the time where I can change my life and I can decide what, who comes in next. I get to decide now how this happens and how this evolves. So that's what we want for you to continue to evolve. So whatever stage you're in, whether you are awakening, illuminating and transforming, you're always doing the work. Self-awareness is important and you will evolve on your journey and get to where you want to be if you continue just to keep trudging forward because whatever work you're drawn to do, whether it's energy work, mindfulness, meditation, eating healthy, whatever this is, cutting cords, boxing out of the subconscious mind, right? Working within the quantum field. That's going to improve your life dramatically more than you realize right now. And, you know, so don't be fearful of the work that needs to be done in order to move through it, because I guarantee you, and I can promise you, I know this from my own experience, that it is way harder to carry that shit with you. How many of you in this moment have carried shit longer than five years? How many of you have carried it longer than 10 years? 20 years, more. Are you going to keep carrying it? Because you can't. Now is the time right now to let it go, but not just let it go and ignore it. We're not pushing that shit under the rug. You're dealing with it. You're dealing with it so that you can be at peace. And uh, even if you live in the same shithole you've always lived in, but you're peaceful and you don't have the traumas coming back at you and you've cut the cords, you're not dealing with things, that life, that becomes your palace now because it's your energy that determines your life, not where you are living in it. I promise you that. So let's move through this right now and let's continue to grow. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Please head on over to DeannaButcher.com. Sign up for that free app and uh, I'd love to make the draw. And perhaps by next week, we'll have the winners um, announced of those draws. When we get to 50, uh, 20 people, we'll be giving away a 15-minute free psychic reading. When we hit 100, I'll be giving away a full hour. So take care, guys. Many blessings. And uh, we'll see you again next week.